Welcome back to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to kick bad habits to the curb and start doing habits you know are good for you that you actually want to do. We're going to dig into the behavioral science research on why you do what you do as a human and how to successfully implement any habit that you want going forward. So to start, I've got a question for you. Have you ever tried to stick with a new habit that you want to do? Maybe you know you need to do it and you've just failed miserably at it. I know that I definitely have. On the flip side of that, have you ever tried to quit doing something that you know isn't serving you or that you hate that you do and also failed miserably? This human behavior stuff is really tricky, you guys, and how we get ourselves to stop doing things we know aren't helpful and start doing things that we know are more helpful is just really frustrating at times. That advice that is commonly given, just try harder, is the worst advice ever. So today I'm going to be giving you the secrets that have been discovered through science, y'all. This is super exciting stuff. So we're going to dig into this behavior science research, and this is going to change your life. So get pumped up for today's show. Welcome to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast, where we as everyday women choose to make health simple. We fuel ourselves mindfully and move intentionally. When we aren't lifting weights, spending time with people we love, or enjoying nature in our downtime, you can probably find us chilling in our yoga pants, wearing blue light blocker glasses before bed, so we can get amazing sleep and wake up feeling ready to conquer the day. <laughs> I'm Kelsey Miller, kinesiology prof and founder of Smart Bells Fitness. I'm your new fitness BFF who's obsessed with helping you simplify your health. Eating, lifting, and managing stress doesn't have to be complicated. And here you'll learn how to implement bite-sized habits that will change your life. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Today, we're going to be diving into some of the research on the behavioral science that centers on why we do what we do as humans, two things that have to be present for you to stick to a new habit, and you'll learn a simple three-step method to actually start doing the habits you want to do and ditch the ones you don't. All right, so here's the deal. The easier you can make something for yourself, the more likely you are to do it. So I want you to wrap your head around this idea that simplification is key. And a lot of these concepts that I'm referencing today come from the work of behavioral scientist BJ Fogg, and he actually has a book called Tiny Habits that I highly, highly recommend that you read. But a lot of the content in the show today is coming from him, so I will be citing all of those show notes. Anytime we're trying to change a behavior, if we make it too complicated, most of the time what happens is we fail, we get discouraged, we give up, and we don't try again. So two factors that have risen to the top of behavior change research that have shown that that actually help change people's behaviors is one, that there needs to be a prompt for the new behavior, and two, that you've got to feel good about the behavior for it to be lasting and for this change to actually stick. So I'll say that again. One, there needs to be a prompt for the new behavior, and two, you've got to feel good about it for it to stick. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, well, that doesn't make any sense because a lot of the time 
when I want to change something, it's because I don't like something. And you're absolutely right. Sometimes the thing that ignites change initially is a negative thing, right? We we don't like the way that we feel, so we want to start exercising more. We don't like the way that our clothes fit, so we want to lose weight. So I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but in order for that change to stick, you have to have a positive emotion that's associated with the actual change. If you keep trying to do something that you hate and you have a constant negative association, it's not going to stick according to the research. So for example, one habit for me that I hated that I used to do was always rush out the door in the morning. And I'm happy to say that I have gotten a lot better at this, but I hated the feeling of being rushed. I hated being in a hurry, but I felt like no matter what I tried, I couldn't seem to get my butt out of bed 20 minutes earlier so I could have a little bit more buffer time and not feel that pace of hurry before I even left the house. And the second thing that I noticed that drove me nuts was how often I was on social media, especially in the evenings and the mornings. That was not helping my mind relax or wake up or putting me in a good place mentally, cognitively. And so those were the two, those essentially were two negative things that I wanted to eliminate. And this is the key point that I want you to remember. Before you can start implementing good habits, you have to ask yourself what you need to eliminate. So as a culture, we don't do a very good job of this. We try to keep adding more and more and more and more until our schedules are so full that we don't have any time to even think, breathe, or be still at all. And my point here is that you can't add more good until you're willing to eliminate something that's not. So for me, going back to my example, What I didn't realize was that me being on social media in the evenings in particular was this trigger that was causing this downward spiral that caused me to stay up later. It affected my sleep quality, which made it harder for me to get up earlier in the morning. And it also took away my buffer time so that I could fit in everything that I wanted to and make sure that I wasn't rushing out the door. So going back to what I mentioned earlier, the prompt for me was being on my phone. And so I needed to make that more difficult for me to do. And this kind of leads me into the three steps that you need to perform in order to help you create these better habits, okay? So we said initially that the two factors that are most important is that there needs to be a prompt and that you have to feel good about it. Then we talked about identifying what you need to eliminate. And in my example, I said that the thing that I needed to eliminate was actually me being on social media, being on my phone, in my bed in the evening. And I I want you to get really specific here with this first step, which is one, identifying the habit that you want to change, two, identify the prompts around that habit, and three, brainstorm all the ways that you could possibly do to make it harder for this habit to occur 
and then start with the easiest ones. So we'll kind of walk through these three steps so that you have a little bit better idea of actually how to do this. So let's start with, with step number one, identify the habit that you want to change. For me, the habit that I identified that I wanted to change was being less rushed in the morning as I was going out the door. Okay, that was the habit that I really wanted to change. In addition, I also wanted to change the fact that I was on my phone in the evenings. And when you guys are thinking about what's the habit that you want to change, I want you to try to be as specific as possible. So rushing around in the mornings before I left for work, being on my phone in my bed at night. Be specific. I want you to picture in your head what is the scenario like that happens almost every time I end up doing this habit that I don't like to do, which leads us into number two, which is identify the prompts around the habit. So for me, getting off my phone in the evenings meant that when I was getting into bed at night, after I cleaned up the kitchen, I washed my face, I brushed my teeth, I would grab my phone. So there was all these things that I would habitually do for my evening routine every single night that then led me to the habit that I'm trying to change, which is getting on my phone when I'm in my bed, which then leads me to feeling rushed in the morning because of all those other things we talked about. So there's that prompt, which is having the phone actually close to me on my bedside table. And there's other prompts such as me brushing my teeth and washing my face and putting on my pajamas and then getting into bed that all happened before I would get on my phone. Okay, so that was step two identify the prompts around the habit. Now that we've identified the habit that we want to change, we've identified the prompts around the habit, the third step is to get really creative and brainstorm all the ways that you could make it harder for this habit to occur. Okay, do you remember what I said at the beginning, you guys? I talked about how when you're trying to do something new, you have to make it simple and you have to make it easy. And I want you to think about this. We habitually do things that are the easiest, right? If my phone is sitting right next to me on my bedside table, it is super easy for me to grab it and look at it. So one way right now that I know off the top of my head that I could do to make it harder for this habit to occur would be to physically move my phone away from the bed. So maybe that means moving it out of the room and charging it in the kitchen at night. Maybe that means getting a different alarm clock so that in the morning, the first thing I do is not reach for my phone. There's lots of ways that could make it more difficult for this habit to occur, but the biggest one for me was just moving my phone out of the room. So moving it away, making it more difficult for me to pick it up, right? And this might seem so easy, but if you want to actually get yourself to do the thing that you're trying to do, you have to start with the lowest hanging fruit first. And what I mean by that is start with the stuff that's the simplest. So yeah, could I throw my phone away? Could I put it in a bucket of water so that I'm not tempted by it? Could I hide it? Could I crush it with a hammer? Yeah, I could do all those things, right? But I still need it. I still need it during the day. The easiest 
easiest option out of all of those things for me was just to move it out of the room. So once I did that, it felt a little weird at first, I'll admit, because it was something that I was used to. And that's not necessarily a bad thing to be used to doing something. But when you are trying to implement a change, just expect it to feel a little funny the first few times because you're not used to doing it. And so let's review that. Okay, so we're we're identifying the thing that we need to eliminate. What do you need to eliminate so that you can then add good habits into your life? The three steps, identify the habit you want to change, identify the prompts that are around that habit, and brainstorm all of the ways that you could do right now to make it harder for this habit to occur. Then you're going to start with the easiest ones. Okay, so let me ask you, what are you trying or needing to eliminate in your own life? What is the bad habit that you have been knowing that you're doing, you've been thinking about it, and you really want to attempt to try and change this, but everything you've tried hasn't really worked? Just trying harder does not work because it's it's not always a, a matter of willpower. It's, it's a matter of how your brain connects different activities and events during the day to other ones. And What's really interesting is that they found through the research when you're trying to create a new habit, you have to connect it to a prompt that you already do. So for me, when I was trying to eliminate being on my phone at night because I identified, hey, that's actually the the thing that's causing me to be rushed in the morning because it's causing me to have worse sleep and it's not allowing me to get out of bed on time. And then I'm rushing to do everything that I wanted to try to do in the morning. So when you can identify the prompts that are connected to that habit, you can work on changing it. So when I removed the prompt of the phone being next to my bed, it was so much easier for me to not be on my phone. I also replaced that with something else. So sometimes when you're eliminating something that you're used to doing, it feels like you now have this space, which is actually a good thing sometimes. So for me, I took that space and I use it to journal and write down three things that I'm grateful for and do a little devotional before I go to bed, which is a much more rejuvenating way for me to end the day than being on my phone for a plethora of reasons, which we'll get into in different episodes, but you have to identify that prompt. So as you're thinking about right now, I want you to be really specific. And if you need to put me on pause, put me on pause so that you can think this through. But what is the thing that you want to eliminate? Maybe it's the same as me. Maybe you're on your phone at night. Maybe for you, it's you wake up and you're on your phone right away in the morning and it makes you feel stressed and you compare yourself to other people. Maybe you are trying to exercise more. If you're trying to do those things, eliminate the thing that's not helping you get there. If you're trying to eliminate eating sweets during the week or if you're you're trying to be better about 
your sugar intake. Having sweet stuff in the house, in the pantry, makes it super easy for you to have it, right? And what have we talked about? When it's easy, you will do it. I can guarantee, think about it. You do the stuff that's easiest to do. This is part of the reason why my husband and I decided to build a garage gym, you guys, because it's so easy for me to do my morning routine, walk out into the garage, exercise, and then go about my day. It makes it easier. And so I I wanna encourage you because as you start to think about what prompts are connected to the behaviors that you have, when you start to actually implement this new behavior, you're gonna feel really good the first time that you actually do it. I remember the first time that I left my phone in the kitchen and I didn't have it next to my bed, I was like, yeah, I just did that. And it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little thing, but that is the stuff that actually adds up over time. So if you can start with something super, super small and celebrate the fact that you just did that, that then creates the positive association that I was talking about, which makes you want to do it again. We want to do things that make us feel positive vibes, positive vibes. We want to do things that make us feel good and we will most naturally do the thing that is easiest for us to do. So as you're trying to identify what you need to eliminate, let me just encourage you to start small. Don't start with the biggest thing you can think of. Remember the three steps. Identify the habit that you want to change. Identify the prompts that are connected to that habit, and then brainstorm all the ways you could do to make it harder for the habit to occur and start with the easiest ones that you think would be easiest for you to do. Go for the lowest hanging fruit first. And I would love to hear about the stuff that you guys are trying to adjust and change in your own life. This has been so powerful for me in my own life. And I just, I'm so excited for you to start practicing this and just start super simple, start small. Baby steps are the way that we learn how to do things. So I hope this was helpful. And again, I'm going to be citing the research studies in the show notes beneath the podcast. So if you're curious to check those out, you are more than welcome to. And this is not just my idea, right? This is actually what behavioral science is telling us. So I know that you can do this. I know that you can figure out what you need to eliminate in order to live a more positive life that allows you to flourish and be present with people you love and be present in your work. So let's do this together. I would love for you to let me know on social media what you're working on and I'll see you next time. Hey friend, if you learned something new in today's show, go ahead and take a screenshot of it, post it up in your Insta stories and tag me so I can see it. Don't forget to head to iTunes to leave a review and subscribe to the show if you found value in today's podcast. You can look your best, feel energetic, and have more time to spend doing things you love. Let's encourage each other as we pursue simplicity in how we fuel and move so that we can flourish. To connect with me, come find me on Instagram at the Kelsey Lee or on my website, KelseyLeeMiller.com. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.